Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, what you been up to? Oh, man. I have been living large. Yeah? Uh, Which is the motto that Mm -hmm. I've been living by. Uh, during this Lenten season. Okay. Uh, live in large, Lent 2023. Yeah. Um, a lot of people... Resolve, you had hats made. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hats, t-shirts, mm-hmm. uh, underpants, you know, the whole <laughs> sure. nine yards. Yeah. Because uh, when you're living large, you don't know what's going to happen. That's right. Um, and, well, most people have been giving things up for mm-hmm. Lent, which is honorable. Sure. I'm not going to, you know, not going to speak negatively about that. You're right. Uh, but I've switched it up and I've been living large. Gotcha. Reverse Lent. You're yeah. reverse Lent, Lenting. Yeah. And... Which I think is actually enhancing everyone else's Lenten experience. Okay. okay. Because while they pine for the things of this world, mm-hmm. I'm a reminder yeah. of how much more righteous they're becoming. Yeah. Uh, by abstaining from... You're, you're taking on the burden of yes. their of their materialism. Like, That's right. This I'm is a yeah. constant reminder. Mm-hmm. Like, if they've forgotten because now they're just in the habit of not, you know, drinking or not uh, eating meat yeah. or, you know, not having chocolate. Like, right. I am that constant reminder yeah. that, like, these things uh, can be indulged in right. in excess. And those are the three things that the Catholic Church allow for fasting during Lent. It's right. meat, chocolate, and alcohol. Uh, anything else is just, uh, not to throw a big language at you, but it is aberrant. And um, it's wow. just, yeah, it's... Uh, let me get my dictionary out for a second. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, but Easter is upon us, mm-hmm. um, which means a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, one of the most notable, but lesser, lesser known... Uh, is that uh, we're all working on our beach bods. Oh, of course. Uh, when I think Easter, I think it is time to get carved up, baby. <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. Um, so while we're working on those Easter abs, That's right. um, we're also uh, maybe overlooking other lesser known mm-hmm. um, Easter traditions or okay. like nuggets of knowledge. Yeah. Uh, which... I I discovered I had also been overlooking by just not knowing about them at all. Um, but when I asked the almighty Google mm-hmm. what I didn't know about Easter, right. I found out a few things that I think are pretty insightful. Is that what you Googled was what I don't know about Easter? <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> uh, I would love if the, what, what we don't know about Easter... <laughs> The sacred Christian holiday of Easter is actually a list of 10 to 20 things that have nothing to do with the religion. <laughs> That's right. Well, and it, some of the... So I found a bunch of lists. Yeah. Everybody loves making a big list oh, of things. Sure. That you don't know about Easter. That's, really... that's the infrastructure of America at this point. It's just <laughs> lists of stuff. We love lists in yeah. this country. Let's just say, if we were founding 
this country again mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. buzzfeed would be the john hancock of our new <laughs> that's right. declaration of independence. that's right yeah i mean <laughs> i mean exactly what you're saying i mean he was one of the signers of the original list that yeah. is the foundation of this country and so like <laughs> yeah just lists on lists on lists speaking baby. of which buzzfeed i haven't seen recently a list of our craziest founding fathers i'd love to see that list <laughs> yeah there there there's a few so yeah and pixar didn't happen come on buzzfeed <laughs> Everyone loves the the fact about Benjamin Franklin, how he wanted the the turkey to yeah. be uh, the national bird, mm-hmm. which is funny to me for this reason. Is like, okay, you all are setting up a country. Why are we talking about? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> it's not weird. It's not weird that he wanted a turkey to be the national symbol. It's like, why is this at the top of the docket? <laughs> Like, all right, let's table the discussion on the national bird. We need to figure out where the dividing line is between Virginia right. and the Carolinas. Yeah, there's some... A couple of these amendments aren't 100% clear, but um, Mr. Franklin over here keeps bringing up this damn bird. And so we're going to move it to the top of the list, and hopefully we get to the amendments again. we got we to make a decision on this so we can get to the Bill of Rights. <laughs> country's dumb <laughs> uh, at least that's a tradition that you and i can carry forward mm-hmm. into the future mm-hmm. you know? so a few things that i found about easter mm-hmm. uh from the all-knowing google yes. <clears throat> uh, that i didn't know before mm-hmm. uh did you know that the easter bunny originated in germany i i yes yes i didn't know that and what really gets me about this is that we all know that Santa Claus also originated in Germany. So yeah. I'm starting to think that Germany either has like a big thing for mascots <laughs> or they found a really good way of like un- like getting into all of our American holidays. Yeah, that's that's the Germans for you. I mean, they're going to, it's that Prussian aggression. They are going to <laughs> they're going to corner the market on holidays. Yeah. And that's been their play from the beginning of time. Is like, we might not best you in all things, but we will best you culturally. We're going to have a killer mascot for every holiday. <laughs> Easter, boom, a bunny. Yeah. You didn't even think about bunnies. You, did, but you we didn't see it coming. It. Yeah. We stuck the landing. Look at all you idiots. Now you're buying eggs. Eggs don't even come from <laughs> bunnies. That, speaking of the eggs, the eggs. Did you know that dying eggs has ties to apparently some legend of this is where it gets me okay that i don't know if they were bringing a snack (laughs) okay but what i read is that um (laughs) you're getting very emotional (laughs) i read that uh because it's so stupid and i'm gonna really offend somebody by saying that but what i read is that uh there's some story about Mary Magdalene okay. bringing eggs to the crucifixion <laughs> and that they got blood on them. <laughs> and that that's when 
they, we died. Oh my gosh, but that's the same. That is the same thing as the candy cane representing a shepherd's hook or J for Jesus. Oh my gosh, that's just a that's that's just a retroactive like appropriating of this. It's like. <laughs> that's what's so interesting about this about any holiday tradition is that at a certain point there has to be a recognition that we just do this a fun activity around Easter is to put some paint on eggs doesn't that sound like a good time kids and instead what it has turned into is now people have to go back and we're like actually it's a Christian tradition because where... did you know that in Jesus time everyone carried around eggs to snack on <laughs> They loved eggs. It was a common thing. And so they would boil eggs and then, um, and it just so happened, oopsie poopsie, <laughs> get, get a little they, blood on your they egg. They dunked them and... in some blood. <laughs> and then they turned a different color. And that's why we do it today. Oh my gosh. Oh. We're insane. Like, <laughs> just insane. Oh, I, yeah. It, I also read about eggs that... <laughs> That's uh, what does. Yeah. Priests used to throw an egg to the group of uh, altar boys. Okay. And that they then would pass around the egg. And at the stroke of midnight, whoever was holding the egg got to eat it. Okay. That, that sounds like a true and just <laughs> nauseating reality about like middle ages in in Europe it's that there was a game to see who ate that day <laughs> given to you by one of the wealthiest institutions in history the Roman Catholic Church and instead we turned it into a game of like one of you are going to get to eat so get to passing that egg boys like, the, priest, the priest was like I've got an idea <laughs> These, these, these ten hungry boys over here really want to eat. So I'm going to throw one egg in amongst them. Yeah. I'm going to tell these yahoos that these are Mary's eggs that she took to the crucifixion. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, the only other thing I found that was interesting uh, was that the, uh, the German uh, bunny tradition mm-hmm. started making its way north. The Swedish word for rabbit sounds a lot like the Swedish word for witch. Okay. So, so the Swedes like to dress up as witches on on Easter. (laughs) Man, that is uh, that's a wild tradition right there. Yeah, it's It's, pretty crazy. Yeah, to 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 go from rabbits to witches. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? Instead of having the Easter Bunny, we had an Easter Witch. It kind of reminds me of when, um, uh, on The Office, when Dwight wants to do the... Um, Belschnickel. Belschnickel yeah. for that. Yep. We get we get one, one, once in a, let's say, uh, once in a fortnight on uh, Easter, yep. you get a you get the Easter Witch instead of the Easter Bunny. And <laughs> Well, which also, the German mythology of the Easter hare. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't a bunny. Right. It was not going to be any gentle, fuzzy bunny oh, yeah, coming from right. Germany. Yeah. This bad boy could kick a hole in your chest like a, <laughs> like a workhorse. Yeah. And uh, the Easter bunny also was very interested in figuring out who is naughty or nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because no German folklore is complete without yeah. some sort of morality judgment. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, this is how children were raised at that time, was there's a story about something terrible out there that will kill you, because the real world reality of all the things that could kill you are just too real, so we need to invent some things (laughs) (laughs) to keep you in line, so. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised we've lasted this long as just human beings. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This nonsense. I mean, between Belschnickel and the Easter hair, you'd think we'd been finished off sooner or later. <laughs> so, speaking of dumb things, um, let's just let's just listen to me for a second. Yeah, and and uh, think about the fact that it's almost my birthday okay um and i i i'm i know that i'm completely skipping over the easter topic okay right um which we can circle back to sure if we feel like it. yeah but i feel like what is more important right now <laughs> much like benjamin franklin uh needing that vote on the national bird um i think we need to talk about how i'm going to celebrate my birthday okay um because uh this year i i threw a surprise party for my wife yes um and a successful so, surprise oh, party thank like you. she yeah. yeah so um and i realized i had i haven't put any thought into celebrating me this mm-hmm. year yeah um well you wore yourself out yeah i celebrated really hard my wife's birthday which was which was amazing yeah. and um she deserved every bit of it but it's time to focus on me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um so i asked google i asked i I just googled just real quick how to celebrate your own birthday okay right um and thankfully i found the number one result okay that came up was a blog post titled how to celebrate your birthday okay (laughs) that's aptly named uh, by a man named Kevin Eikenberry. Okay. Uh, who is the founder of the Kevin Eikenberry Group, which, as far as I can tell, is sort of like a self-help and encouragement yeah. uh, group. He styles himself a leadership, personal, and professional development yeah. coach. I can almost 100% guarantee there is going there's something problematic about this person, but oh, it, it's... Oh. <laughs> I, I don't even want to get into the Kevin verse, <laughs> the Eichen, the Eichenberger verse, but uh, let it, it's not even Eichenberger, it's Eichenberger. I'd forgotten <laughs> already. Cares? I'm looking at the name and I can't say it right. So, but I did find his list extremely helpful. It okay. really gave me all a right. good jumping off. Point. There you go. So he listed twelve things. Yeah, we don't have to go super deep into all of sure. these, but I think they're all worth considering. Yeah. Um, he, he starts off the list by letting us know that we need to indulge, which is good because I've been practicing indulgence now for several months and I'm not tired of it. Reverse limbs, you're indulging to the max. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and the first one is eat your favorite food. Okay. It's your day. You deserve it. Even if your favorite foods don't go together. Oh. They do today. Okay. Enjoy. What are your favorite foods? And do they go together? So for me, my favorite foods are Tide Pods. Okay. Um, pizza, uh-huh. because I'm American. Right. And 
uh, and just like uh, the scoop and plop all you can eat buffet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, pizza next to a Tide Pod with uh, just some some plop down buffet food. That's right. And that's I a, think that's a good time. I think one thing that I realized going into this list too is that this is clearly this is written for somebody who it it's not written for everybody. Mm-hmm. It is written for everybody. Yeah. But it's really written for somebody who's being forced to celebrate their own birthday. Okay. <laughs> okay. And what I mean by I was going to say that when you have to be told that you're allowed to eat your favorite food as like number 1, like there's 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 a lot of work that's being put into this. We're, like we're, we're not in like a sunshiny place. No. We're we're beating down some walls yeah. here for for this. So really like eat yourself into a better mood. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can that that's a good that's yeah. low hanging fruit. And we're fruit. not saying that. We're saying that Eichenholtz is yeah. is here saying that and Yep. The Kev yeah. Bev. Yeah, you that's know? right. Right. Um, he is a cool drink, a cool tall <laughs> drink of Kevin, and he's telling us eat your favorite foods. Yeah, it'll make you feel better. Yeah. Um, number two. Remember or no? Do a childhood activity, and I like this one mm-hmm. um, because he even lists like playing tag, which. Um, you know, there's nothing like playing tag mm-hmm. to remind you that your old, old body just doesn't function like it should. Yeah, that's a good point. Have you seen these professional tag, like, competitions? Tell me all about it. Okay. Uh, we'll have to pull up a video before you leave today. Because it is like, it's like a hodgepodge of, like, Jungle Gym-esque material. Oh. Like, all over this, like, mar- marked out, like, area. And so people are, like running and parkouring and rolling all over like this kind of stuff and it's just two people trying like one person's uh it and like trying to get the person and they, they have like 30 seconds or something to get and it's just a one-on-one it's a one-on-one i'm sure they oh. have like group competitions or something like that wow. but i mean the ones that i've seen it's just like i mean it's it's next level that's so, crazy i yeah. mean it, that it's got to be hard with the obstacles but i mean yeah. like if you just had a flat patch of grass yeah. And it was one versus one tag. Yes. That's a hard game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you add in, like, yeah, <laughs> obstacles, and now you have, a, like, a different... Yeah, yeah you you add way. one big oak tree to that plot, and yeah. it becomes impossible to tag <laughs> yeah, right, person. Right, We've all been there. Yeah, yeah. And we've all been that kid that was like, I'll just hide around this tree. And <laughs> that's right. They'll never, they won't know I'm here. That's right. And by the time they do, I'll run to the other <clears throat> side. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever play the freeze tag where that you had to like stand there and then someone had to crawl between your legs yep. to like yeah. unfreeze you? Yeah. There's always at least one unfortunate <clears throat> ball kick during oh. a crawl through. Yeah. Every time. I remember in elementary school, on, we would play on the um, uh, basketball court. Ooh, that and would be tough to dive through someone's legs. Here's the thing, though. We wore sweatpants as kids, and we could just slide. And Ooh. so what you would do is you would just, like, barrel towards your friend and, like, slide under their legs, and then away you go. Wow. And so it was a blast. You so. guys were so cool. <laughs> it's one of those things as a kid, you're like, we, we thought we were just the coolest. Yeah. But also in your adult mind, you look back and you're like, we were pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that wasn't like it's like if I did that now, I would be like, oh, I'd be like, no. oh, why did I think it was a good idea to drop from standing into a sitting position? That's a long ways down. Yeah. The ground's far away. And as as a nine year old, you're just that you're just doing that nonstop. You wake up the next morning, you're like, I feel great. <laughs> Nothing can stop me. <laughs> Today we'd wake up and be like, I need a hip replacement. So number three. Mm -hmm. uh, And I think this one especially sort of like clued me in to this being um, for people who are maybe having a tough one. uh, A tough birthday. Number three on the list is remember your favorite birthday. Okay. Oh boy. Well, this is, this is something. Um... Remember your favorite birthday, and then what? Just, I mean, he suggests. What just, if you don't have one? He suggests if you've got a favorite birthday, just spend time thinking about it and reveling in those memories. Just revel, just oh romp in those memories. Gosh. Find one of those good memories, try it on for size, walk around in it. You know, see how it feels. Maybe take, maybe wear it out of the store. Maybe you can live that old memory. I, I don't I don't like how this suggestion feels. It's, <laughs> it feels very weird. It's feeling a little Buffalo Bill to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Alright, let's move on then. Mm. I like this one. Mm. Uh, just laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? I would do this one. Just... Just... <laughs> You're having almost like a Joker-esque kind of moment where you're just like cackling to yourself and people are like, why is this idiot just laughing? It's like, it's, it's my birthday. And, it, like, and people are like, okay? Like, that doesn't make Fine. it okay. Like, I mean, he does make a good point, though. He does say laughter feels good mm-hmm. and is good for you. Yeah. So the real question is, why don't we laugh every day? Yeah. Um, and maybe... Maybe that's what's really going on here is that these are messages not just for your birthday. Mm-hmm. If you can accomplish, this is just life. Yeah, yeah, this is just life. Yeah. This, is, this will make you be better at living. Well, laugh out loud. You're in a board meeting. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Everyone will get it. Yeah. Everyone will. You're in bad traffic. Laugh out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Just act like nothing's wrong. Give a good laugh and. Yeah. Yeah, it it's becomes a manifesting kind of That's right. Thing. Your doctor's so. delivering unfortunate news to you. Yeah. Laugh out loud. Just laugh at it. Just laugh out loud. Yeah. It will feel good. Yeah. And if he asks what you're doing, just tell him it's good for you. Yeah. Shouldn't you know this? You're a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you should be writing me a prescription for laughter. <laughs> Number five. Give a gift to someone else. Mm. You know, I think this is okay because um, I think when you really think about it, mm. you don't deserve a gift. <laughs> you, it's your birthday. What's more special than you getting a gift? Yeah. Everyone else getting a gift. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, I feel like this is almost like a, a ideal, like a communist ideology of a birthday of like, Okay, on your birthday, you get everybody else a gift. And so then on the next person's birthday, they get everyone else a gift. So actually, it like everyone gets taken care of, 
but we're just we're relying on you on just keeping this whole like structure afloat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very communist birthday idea. Have a have a red birthday. Have a red have a very red birthday. Yeah. I like this too because it could also be like reverse psychology. Yeah. Or sort of like a guilt delivery mm-hmm. device like yeah. like oh you got me why did you give me a gift? Oh it's my birthday today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We oh. <laughs> We have a friend that whenever you say happy birthday to him, he just says happy birthday back. And and it, it, it does. It messes with you a little bit. Mm. And so now I just kick him in the balls whenever he does <laughs> And he coincidentally also says happy birthday back. <laughs> it's like a loop. It's, uh, it's weird. Uh, number six. Don't, don't just stop with a gift. Give your day away. Oh, okay. Just give it away. <laughs> give your day away. How do you, how, like, how do you give a day I think away? it's self-explanatory. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're just going to move right along. Yeah, because sure. Because I think that, yep. one, that one makes more sense. Give your the less away. you think about it, the more that one makes sense. <laughs> uh, this one is good. Give yourself the gift of time. Okay. <laughs> and again, how, how am I? I think... This is a reference to sort of like a Time Lord situation. I think. I think like you're right. On your birthday, your birthday should be a reminder mm-hmm. that you have not dedicated enough time to the dark arts of time manipulation. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You need to start getting into some... You need to start getting into some quantum realities. That's right. Exploring that space. And literally start stealing time from the universe and give it to yourself and give it there's to no yourself. one more deserving yeah. Yeah. than the master of time right that's right <laughs> and you know once you've given yourself enough time you can go back and actually relive your favorite birthday yeah actually live it again or give yourself time to have a favorite birthday maybe you just never had that opportunity and now now that time is yours again the time is nigh <laughs> Oh, that, uh, I, that's going to be like the next Avengers movie <laughs> or something. I like this one. And I'm going to read the whole explanation of this one because it's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my okay. entire life. Oh, boy. <sighs> Send yourself a card. Oh. This is, this is... It's so simple, and you're exactly right. It's <laughs> profoundly sad. But the explanation is even sadder. A few days or weeks before your birthday, find a card you love, sign it, and write yourself a note. Then, address and stamp the envelope and ask someone to mail it to you a couple days before your birthday. Oh my god! This is a great way to guarantee a card, and I promise it'll make you smile. <laughs> now, the, the one, one part of that plan that does make me laugh is... Sure, you could pick just a random person and be like, Could you mail me this in a couple of days? <laughs> no, I don't have postage. You have to foot the bill for that. <laughs> but is what if what if instead this was a friend of yours and you're and it's actually a cry for help that you're saying, Hey, could you mail my birthday is in a couple weeks, friend? Could you mail this card for me? And the friend's I like, I guarantee oh. your friend is going to open that and read it immediately. Yeah, right. Because if you're giving, if you are giving someone a letter to mail to you, yes, 
that is a cry for that's, help. That's true. And that's it's the, in the it's in the explanation because this <laughs> sentence, this last sentence, was written by someone who received zero <laughs> cards on their birthday. Oh yeah. Year. The sentence that begins, this is a great way to guarantee a card. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to let you have a little slice of my life. I don't like cards. Because what do you do with them? Like, you look at them. Sometimes they're really... Like, sometimes they are really funny. Okay, great. Good card. Now what do I do with this? You know, like... You, this is car. You're speaking from card privilege. Okay, you're you are right. such a card privileged you're person. Right. You're right. Spoken like someone who's drowning in cards every birthday, every Christmas, yeah. every Easter. <laughs> That's you are just you're swimming through a mailbox full of cards. That just was me for humble bragging. Yeah. that I, there it I is. get a lot of cards, <laughs> I guys. Get, I don't need all your cards. <laughs> I already get it. I'm your favorite person. Guys, guys stop sending me so many cards. <laughs> but really, you don't have to stop. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> it's not that I don't love it. It's that I just don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Just you guys that aren't putting money in them anymore. You can just stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is good. Spend time with someone you love. Mm-hmm. And I think what's important about this one is that it's someone that you love. Yeah. <laughs> don't spend time with all those people that love you, yeah. but that you don't love in return. <laughs> this is that opportunity to rekindle that lost love. That <laughs> you, what, in, uh, according to... Uh, Ike Barinholtz here that we get one opportunity on our birthday to to be a stalker again That's if right. we want to. Yeah. And this person doesn't even have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. But if you know yeah. that you love them, right. today's the day to spend with them. <laughs> That's right. And, and it's a birthday commit we all commit to this on our birthday. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think there is a clause in all restraining orders as well that on your birthday, the restraining order is null and void for that day. That's right. It's actually an, a reverse restraining order. Okay. Where you're told you actually have to be within 10 feet of this person at yeah. all times yeah. if they want that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just kind of like a balancing out to kind of be like, yeah, but what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong about Jimmy? And yeah. he's actually a nice guy. Yeah. There's all. It's also in the Constitution. It's right after turkeys almost made it, but also birthdays are super important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> there's so much to get into, and we were worried about our bird. Like so dumb, <laughs> so dumb. So after you spend time with someone you love, make a memory. Mm-hmm. Um. This could coincide with really any one of these so far. Uh, you know, just create a memory. Do it. Oh, my um, gosh. There's no pressure. You just have to make a memory today. We went to college with a guy that every time we would go out and do something with, like, a group of us. And sincerely, now we say it as a joke, but sincerely he would be like, 10 years from now, let's all just come back to this spot. <laughs> And do the same thing. <laughs> I feel like the term make a memory, like when when people put such an emphasis on like this weekend we have to make memories. It's like you've lost the plot. 
this is going to be a terrible weekend. <laughs> like, it's also it's exactly the same thing as saying don't think about elephants. Right. It's like if someone right. approaches me and says make a memory, yeah. I'm not going to remember anything. Don't don't yeah. Instant yeah. amnesia. Yeah. You have just forced me to take yeah. the blue pill. We're going to have fun. Everyone's having fun, right? Like it's all everyone's having a good time. You're having a good time? <laughs> I'm going to take pictures right now. Smile. Everyone's laughing. You just told a joke. Tell it again. Does everyone remember that joke? It was so funny. It was so funny. Bigger, 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 everyone. <laughs> Let's go outside. It, I know it's one in the morning. It just woke me up. What are you? What are you saying? Go outside. Gosh. We need to make a memory right now. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. Uh, we're almost there. The finish line is in sight. Mm-hmm. Number eleven. Reflect on last year. Okay. And how it's never coming back. (laughs) Now, that could be great. That could also be terrible. Yeah. I added that last part. Yeah. But anyways, let's just... (laughs) You know what? On second thought, let's leave last year behind. That also reminds me of when I would hear parents of my friends in high school say things like these are the best years of your life and like kind of like billy madison like cherish it for the love of god cherish it (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it's like okay we can have a good time in in high school but if these are the best years of like even the person having the best time in high school if these are the best years of your life, wow. You got a <laughs> like, long ways to go. You got a long <laughs> ways to go. Sad, lonely road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anytime someone tells me that the best years of my life are currently happening, yeah. I usually think like, you okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you doing all right? What yeah, how doing? are you doing? We I should... feel like that statement's more about you than yeah. me. We should talk. <laughs> Let's get coffee. Um... All right, number 12. Yep. We're at the finish line. Uh-huh. And the finish line is the greatest burden you could ever place on a person on their birthday. Okay. You're feeling down. You're feeling up. Wh- wherever you are. Uh-huh. Set some new goals. Okay. <laughs> set some new goals. Usually, usually you wait on this until the New Year's. But no, for yeah. your birthday, start. Let that be your new year. Your birthday is a new year of your life. That's true. That's true. And if you're not looking back in regret, wanting to change, <laughs> then you need to be looking forward in hope, mm-hmm. so that when you look back on this year next year, yeah. when your birthday comes up, because you always look back on the last birthday, yeah, <laughs> you'll have a way to judge whether or not you're better than you were. Yeah. Absolutely. We should get all of that stitched on a pillow for yeah. somebody. Actually, I don't know if that made sense. <laughs> no, no. That's what that's what is great about most profound statements is that if we like really dig down in them, a lot of times they just don't make any sense at all. But they sound profound, and that's what's mm. important. You got to sound sound good. You don't have to be good. It's got to sound profound. That's right. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>
Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.